What is going on, everyone? My name is Jamon McKinney, or you can just call me Juice because that is my nickname. Okay, today I am officially going over what teams I have in the playoffs for the AFC Conference for the 2020 NFL season. Let's get right to it. But before I do get started, be sure to subscribe to the Juice Alert if you have not already, for whatever reason. And also, I have done deep dives into every single NFL team this offseason. I did record predictions and team previews for all 32 NFL teams. So be sure to check those out. But today, I'm just specifically, specifically going over who makes it into the playoffs. I've done all my research. You can hold me to these predictions. Let's get started. In the AFC, the number one seed will be the Baltimore Ravens, in my opinion. I have them going 13-3. and That's 13 wins, 3 losses. The Baltimore Ravens last year won 14 games. We know that. But they had an amazing offseason this year. They added Calais Campbell to their defense, who over the last two seasons has 17 sacks. They added Derek Wolf to their pass rush, who has 7 sacks last season. In the 2020 NFL Draft, they addressed their linebacker core. They got Patrick Queen, the best middle linebacker in that draft, in my opinion. They got Malik Harrison, very talented inside linebacker out of Ohio State. Those were two of the top five middle linebackers in the draft. They also drafted J.K. Dobbins to add to a very stacked running back core already. They got Lamar Jackson another weapon by getting Devin Duvenary out of Texas. The Baltimore Ravens, in my opinion, had the best draft out of all 32 NFL teams, and they just won 14 games last season. The Baltimore Ravens, in my opinion, had the best defense in the entire NFL. They have a very good secondary led by Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, and Jimmy Smith at cornerback. They have a very they have three legit corners. And yes, I'm aware that Earl Thomas is no longer on the team. That does not bother me. They have a very good coaching staff, and they have a very good young safety that was playing behind Earl Thomas last year that they've been kind of waiting to play. So I think the Baltimore Ravens defense will not take a step back. I do think that Earl Thomas is good, but I do think that he has lost a step, so he's not quite the same player that he once was in his prime. You know, all the Ravens really need to do was address their middle linebacker core, and they did that in the draft. They've, they've got a pass rush. They've got very good middle linebackers. They've got a great secondary. And listen, I think this offense is still going to be one of the five best offenses in the entire NFL. Lamar Jackson just won NFL MVP last year, and that was his first season as a starter. And people say, well, teams are going to catch up to Lamar Jackson. When they get film on him, they're going to stop him. Really? Yeah, good luck doing that. Are we just going to ignore the fact that Lamar Jackson, over his final eight games, of last season, when teams continue to have more and more film on him, he threw 25 touchdown passes to one interception. Are you kidding me? Are we are we going to ignore the fact this guy just led the NFL in touchdown passes? Are we going to ignore the fact that this guy, by a long shot, is the best running quarterback in the NFL? Are we going to ignore the fact that he had more rushing yards last year than Joe Mixon, Ty Gurley, and Aaron Jones, along with Dalvin Cook? This guy is a stud. This guy, for his career, has a 19-3 record, and he has one of the best supporting casts in the NFL. You know, he's got Marquise Hollywood Brown at, at wide receiver. 
Devin Duvenary out of Texas is a very good, viable target. You've got Mark Andrews at tight end. You've got Nick Boyle at tight end. You've got very good running backs. J.K. Dobbins would be a very good pass-catching running back that can also run between the tackles and make things happen in that backfield. He's got a very good offensive line. I'm not concerned about the Baltimore Ravens. They're they are clearly better than Cincinnati. They're better than Cleveland, and they're better than Pittsburgh. Baltimore, to me, might have the best roster in the entire NFL. And I think they're going to roll through their schedule. They'll win 13 games. Up next, the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to come in at 12-4. and They'll be the two seed. I do think that early on in the season, this team could suffer a Super Bowl hangover. While I do think the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos are improving as football teams, they're still not quite on Kansas City's level. Patrick Mahomes' floor, in my opinion, is about 10 wins. That's his floor. This guy is the best player in all football. If he stays healthy, he's going to put up godly numbers. You know, he's got Travis Kelsey to throw to. He's got Tyreek Hill, the fastest player in all football. He's got Mikko Hardman, who's one of the fastest players in all football at his disposal at wide receiver. You've got Sammy Watkins. Now you add Clyde edwards helaire to that running back core. That running back core should be very good once again. Um, very good offensive line, led by Mitchell Schwartz. The Chiefs return their entire coaching staff. They return virtually the same exact team that won them a Super Bowl from the previous season, opposite of about three starters. Chris Jones is a monster at defensive tackle. Frank Clark's a very good player. I do worry about their secondary. And I do worry about their linebacker core. This team is very good. And I believe they're going to win 12 games this year. Up next, got to roll with the New England Patriots to go 11-5. I believe they're going to win their division at 11-5 this year, 11, 11 wins, 5 losses. This is a 12-win football team from a year ago. And, yes, they did lose some key players on defense. Yes, one of their starting offensive tackles has opted out for the season. I don't care, okay? Last year, the, the New England Patriots won 12 games with Tom Brady, who's, very, who's still a very good quarterback, but Tom Brady is declining, and he can't move anymore. Cam Newton is going to provide a new dynamic to this Bill Belichick offense that, honestly, Bill has never really had. Cam Newton has one of the five strongest arms in the entire NFL. He's a top-ten quarterback when healthy. I think Cam Newton is motivated. I think, I think that Bill Belichick is going to take Cam Newton's talents and run with them. they got three really good running backs. The secondary is still intact, led by Stephon Gilmore. Even in Bill Belichick's worst days, coaching the Patriots defense, the Patriots usually are going to be top 10 in scoring. So I don't care that they lost Jamie Collins. I don't care that they lost Kyle Van Noy. Sure, those are good players, but Bill Belichick is one of the best defensive minds, maybe the best defensive mind in the entire NFL. He'll be able to retool that defense. I expect Julian Elman to have a bounce-back season. I expect Nikhil Harry to be better in his sophomore season to be better in his second year in the offense. I expect Jacoby Myers to play better. The Patriots drafted two tight ends. I do think the Patriots have somewhat of a ceiling just because this team is not super explosive on offense, and they did lose some horses on defense. They're not quite as good as Baltimore and Kansas City, but this is still a very good team that's a Super Bowl contender in my opinion. Up next is the Houston Texans. I have them winning the AFC South this year with a 10-6 and record. That's 10 wins, 6 losses. I don't understand why people can't wrap their arms around Houston. I understand that Bill O'Brien is not the ideal head coach. But listen, Bill O'Brien does not have trouble getting into the playoffs. Bill O'Brien's struggles are winning playoff games. But he can usually get you to the playoffs. 
four of the past six seasons, he's made the playoffs, okay? He's not an awful head coach. I do think that Houston has reached their ceiling with Bill O'Brien, but this is still an above-average team that can win 10 games, in my opinion. Deshaun Watson is an elite quarterback. Can we please stop the Deshaun Watson disrespect? Can we not ignore the fact that this guy, as a rookie, was on pace to throw for 43 touchdown passes before getting injured? Are we just going to ignore the fact that this guy went 11-5 a couple years ago buying the worst offensive line in all football and still threw for 4,000 yards and had a pass rating over 100? Are we just going to ignore what Deshaun Watson did in the playoffs last year by being that Buffalo Bills defense without Will Fuller with his offensive line not really blocking for him? Are we just going to ignore the fact that Deshaun Watson had a 24-point lead on Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs last year. Deshaun Watson is the real deal, man. And while they did lose DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks is not an awful player. Brandon Cooks, along with Will Fuller, along with Randall Cobb, along with Kiki Kuti, along with those solid tight ends, are definitely well above average weapons for Deshaun Watson to work with. He's got two good pass-catching running backs. The defense does enough to get by, in my opinion. I think they have enough impactful players to get by this season. J.J. Watt is a monster. Whitney Merzis had a very good season last year. Ross Blacklock, a defensive tackle, is very talented. You've got Conley. You've got Roby. You've got Hargraves in that secondary. Those are three defensive backs that were kind of overdrafted, but they're still very good players. Justin Reed is a star at safety, in my opinion, he's one of the best young safeties in the entire NFL that really no one talks about. And Houston last year had a top 10 offensive line at times. This offensive line was looking like a top 10 unit when they were fully healthy. Lermie Tuntle's one of the best left tackles in all of football. Max Sharp and Tyus Howard, these are real players. I will be darned if I pick the Indianapolis Colts led by Mr. 20 interception Phillip Rivers to win this division. I will be darned if I pick one-hit wonder Ryan Tannehill to win this division over Deshaun Watson. And I will be darned if I pick the Jacksonville Jaguars to win over four games. They're going to be a two-win football team this year. So, so, the, so the Houston Texans, they're the class of that division. I think that they have a ceiling, but they're still a playoff team. Up next, the Buffalo Bills. 10-6 football team, in my opinion. I'm not completely sold on Josh Allen, but I will say... Josh Allen was kind of rocky as a rookie. He, he kind of struggled at times as a rookie. He definitely had a bounce-back sophomore season, and this could be the year we see Josh Allen pop. Josh Allen has everything he needs to succeed. He's got Stephon Diggs at wide receiver, along with John Brown, along with Cole Beasley. Dawson Knox is a very good young tight end. You got Zach Moss at running back. You got Devin Singletary at running back. The offensive line is a very underrated unit. I honestly think that Buffalo has the best defense in the NFL outside of Baltimore and maybe San Francisco. This this roster is loaded. So it is all on Josh Allen now. Josh Allen cannot succeed with this supporting cast. I have no hope for him. But I do think that Josh Allen will respond this year and have a very solid season. I think that he's going to take a step this year. And I think the Buffalo Bills, they're a very well-run team that has a very good defense. They're going to be able to run the football. I still think that they have a little bit of a ceiling on offense. Not quite sure if I want Josh Allen leading my team in the playoffs, but still a very good team that will win 10 games. Okay, up next, the Denver Broncos. I have them as a wild card team. I had them winning 10 games in my preview and prediction video, but I dropped them to nine wins. The reason why is because now Juwan James is out for the season. They have two major holes at offensive tackle. That's a concern. 
But I still think this team is very talented, and I still think this team can win nine games. This is a, this is a team last year in Denver that won seven games, and Joe Flacco and Brandon Allen played in 11 of their 16 games. Those guys were not very good last year. I believe in Drew Locke as a quarterback. He has a very strong arm. Lazary went 4-1 and one as a starter, threw seven touchdowns, only three interceptions during those five games. He's got Cortland Sutton. He's got Jerry Judy. He's got K.J. Hamler. Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler were two of the best wide receivers in the 2020 NFL Draft. Noah Fant is a star in the making at tight end. You've got Albert O. You know, you've got Melvin Gordon. You've got Phil Lindsay, Lindsley at running back. Graham Glasgow is a very good offensive lineman. Pat Shermer is a very good offensive play caller. Not the best head coach, but as an offensive coordinator, Pat Shermer is a real G. This defense has Darrell Casey. This defense has Von Miller. This defense has Bradley Chubb on that defensive line. Those are very good players. you got A.J. Boyer in the secondary, a very underrated defense to back, along with Justin Simmons. The defense does have some holes in some areas, but it's still a well-above-average unit. Vic Vangio will have that defense playing well. I expect Drew Locke in this offense to put up a bunch of points. I expect Bradley Chubb and Von Miller to get after the quarterback. Last but not least, it's not the Tennessee Titans. It's not the Indianapolis Colts. And for darn sure, it ain't them overrated Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns to make the playoffs. And for a couple reasons. I have Cleveland going 9-7 and seven this year. I believe in Baker Mayfield. I loved Baker Mayfield when he was at Oklahoma. And we saw Baker Mayfield in his rookie season look like that he might potentially become a top 10 NFL quarterback one day. That guy was absolutely balling. Now this past year, Baker Mayfield got humbled. He took a step back. I think that Baker Mayfield is motivated, and he's going to play very well in a make-or-break season because, honestly, Baker Mayfield, he's got no more excuses this year. He's got an improved offensive line. He has one of the best wide receiver cores in the entire NFL. He's got very good tight ends. There's no more excuses for Baker Mayfield. When Baker Mayfield's back was against the wall at Texas Tech, he responded. When his back was against the wall at Oklahoma as a walk-on, he had to walk on to both schools. He responded. In a make-or-break season, I believe Baker Mayfield plays well. Nick Chubb is a beast. OBJ is a beast. This offense is going to score some points. The defense has enough players to make plays, you know, led by Miles Garrett, who might be the best overall edge rusher in the entire NFL, maybe outside of Khalil Mack. Okay, he's very, very good. You know, Richardson at defensive tackle is a good player. You've got Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams in the secondary. Mack Wilson at linebacker is a very underrated player. Cleveland is just so talented, man. And now Cleveland is flying under the radar. I think that I was a year early on Cleveland last year, but I think that I'm right on time this year. I think that Kevin Stefanski is a big-time upgrade over Freddie Kitchens at head coach. I think Kevin Stefanski runs an offense that suits Baker Mayfield perfectly. And I believe Cleveland will make it into the playoffs at 9-7. and So there you have it right there. My, my seven playoff teams in the AFC, number one, Baltimore Ravens at 13-3. Number two, Kansas State Chiefs at 12-4. Um, number three, New England Patriots at 11-5. Number four, Houston Texans at 10-6. Um, number five, Buffalo Bills at 10-6. Number six, Denver Broncos at 9-7. And, and number seven, Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns at 9-7 as well.